Now listen to me. I don't care if you're sick. I don't care what you're going through. If you're not dead, he ain't through with you yet. As long as you're waking up, you're still in the game. You can still make it happen. As long as that breath in your nostrils boot, you're still in the game. You still can win. Now get your butt up. God may be giving you more to work with than what you are working with at this time. That's why I don't like to hang with low-thinking people, because they'll make you underutilize what God has given you. You need somebody to challenge you that you could be doing more than what you're doing right now. You could have more than you have right now. You could go further than you're going right now. And somebody's got to be bold enough to look you in the face and empower you to go into the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from you. And if you're not careful, you will allow situations in this life to cloud your perspective. And you will allow moments in this life to take away the hopes and the dreams of tomorrow. Failure, it's not final, it's formative, it's part of the journey. How are you going to learn if you don't ever fail? Failure is fuel for your future. Failure is a part of your story. The only time you fail is the last time you try. You need to get the right perspective on it because this failure, it will not end in death, but this failure is a part of you being formed. Don't take the presence of the storm to indicate the absence of God. Sometimes when you enter into a storm and there are all kinds of storms, health storms, financial storms. There are all kinds of storms. I'm talking about storms that other people can't see. Storms that make people think you haven't been through anything because you get up out the bed every morning and you put your hair up and put your makeup on and, and they don't know you put your smile on just like you did your makeup and, and walked in smiling because you were going through a secret storm. Has anybody ever gone through a secret storm? That storm that you're in, it seems like that storm is enveloping the whole world. Hard to see out of that storm. It's hard to see past it. It seems like the storm is everything. You can get out of the storm and you will get out of the storm. But right now, you're being tried. You're being forged. You're being tested by fire and by pain. Don't fail the test. And if God be for us, who can be against us? There's nothing in this world that can defeat us if God is for us. It is impossible to have victory and think bondage. It's impossible to be happy and think sadness and depression. You can pick up ideas that can change your life starting tomorrow. Just be a more careful observer. Now remember, there's two ways to see. One is called sight. The other one is called insight. See with your eyes, you'll see things. See with your mind, you'll see answers. Put your eyes and your mind to work. Don't miss anything. You've got to learn to zero in and concentrate. Wherever you are, be there. I'm encouraging you to be mindful and be deliberate of what you let in your mind. Be concerned about what's going on and do the things necessary that keeps you out of harm's way. But don't be consumed with it. 
So make up your mind to wake up with prayer, to watch something that inspire you, that lift you up. As you rethink your life in self-examination, this is time to look at the relationships in your life and ask the question, what kind of person am I becoming because of this relationship? Am I growing mentally and emotionally and spiritually? Am I becoming a better person because of this relationship? Is it an asset to me or a liability? And a lot of times, by the time people really get down to seeing who you really are, they run from you. What we really want is for somebody to love us for who we are. And what we really want is to have the kind of intimate relationship with them that allows us the freedom of not needing to camouflage who we are, what we think, how we speak, and how we understand. Without that freedom, we begin to be actors acting out a role in the house for which we eventually become weary of and we break out of the role because we want to be free to be ourselves. I think... Don't save that last bullet for yourself. You lock and load that last bullet and you shoot it at your head. And you keep fighting and you keep fighting no matter what. And you never quit. And if you feel like your life is in a place where you can't get any lower, good. Because that means the ultimate challenge is ahead of you. It means you can only go up. As long as God wakes you up, that means he ain't through with you yet. And if he wakes you up, you got a shot to correct it and get it right. That also means that he has something for you that you've yet to receive. Life's just never done with you. Knowing that every day you get up, you have a choice. You get to choose if you're going to make the right decisions or you get to choose if you're going to make the wrong ones. And every day you wake up, you get to take the test and you get to see how you do. When you realize your game is bigger than just you, that's where the power's at, to lead. So be the best leader you can be for yourself and for the people that you care about. Program your mind because all that you will do or not do, have or not have, accomplish or not accomplish, will be a direct derivative of what's going on inside of your mind. So if you don't get clear thinking on an issue, you won't be able to develop in that area. It's about mentality, getting the right man. I thought of the child, I spake of the child, I understood of the child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Discipline is defined as self-imposed standards for the sake of a higher goal. All leaders have to have the quality of self-discipline. You are not a leader if you are not self-disciplined. A leader doesn't need much discipline from the outside. They self-impose discipline on themselves. And that is what we call self-discipline. When it feels like you've taken steps backwards, don't sit around and sulk. Don't live life defeated. Stay in faith. You may not realize it, but you're in a good position. You're being pruned, not so you can stay there. No, you're being pruned so you can go to a new level, so you can see new growth and experience new opportunities and discover new potential. You must now take action on what you found out. 
We call it game plan. Put together your game plan. A business game plan. Everybody needs game plans. Financial independence game plan. Your investment game plan. I often ask somebody, what are you going to do the next six months? And somebody starts to tell me. I say, no, don't tell me. Show me. Show me your game plan for the next six months. Then I can look at things. Maybe I can help. Put it on a game plan. Take action on what you found out. Now, here's the best word I know of to go with action. Massive. See, that'll change everything. You are everything. Keep trucking and keep doing the things that you need to do. There's greatness in you. Say it as many times as you have to. It can even start as a whisper. There's greatness in you, but keep repeating it because the mindset works best with consistency. Even when it hurts, even when it's hard, keep moving forward. Keep doing what you need to do. Keep believing in yourself. There are moments in our lives that we feel completely alone. We feel as though no one knows what we're going through. It is because of the uniqueness of the challenges that confront you are so unique to you that you feel like I'm up against it all by myself. It's an uphill battle. And along that road, you're not gonna see too many friends. You're gonna see your shadow most often. See, the thing is, for many people, they've tried the same path you're on, and they failed. As you walk this journey, you're gonna see carcasses all over the place of people that didn't quite have it. Is that your success is like a spotlight shining down on their missed opportunities. Success, many will love you for it. The majority will hate you because your success reminds them of where they could have done it, but they came up short and how they didn't revisit it. The difference between a winner and a loser, the failure's there every single time. This is the winner gets back up and does it again until it goes his way. So now you're down that path and you're all alone. And generally, that type of circumstance is born because it's not because you don't have anybody to talk to, but can you trust them? Eventually, even the most disciplined amongst us, the corners of your mouth will droop down. Your smile will turn into a frown. Eventually, even if you have to wait till everybody's gone to sleep, a tear will run across the bridge of your nose because you're dealing with stuff that is so deep and so complicated that you feel like you're in it by yourself. But you are not alone in the battle. You're not alone in the struggle that God has a strategy. And when it's all over, you're going to see that even though you couldn't see and he was there all the time. I promise you guys, if today you never say good enough, tomorrow you'll always have enough. What I'm saying is the character of who you are. The character defines the success, defines the fame, and it starts right there. Championships aren't won in the theater of the arena. They're won in the thousands of hours in the training room, in the labs, in the 5 a.m. runs, when everyone else is sleeping. That's when it's won. The heart of a champion is a light switch that's always on. It doesn't go on and off when someone's watching. It's constant. It begins right now with no one looking, man. And how you hold yourself, how you see yourself. What do you do when no one's watching? If you do it then, I guarantee you, you'll be doing it when everyone's watching. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone.
It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. As long as we're pointing the finger and stuck in whose fault something is, you're stuck in suffering. The road to power is in taking responsibility. Take full responsibility for what happens to you. Accepting full responsibility. It's the day you know you've passed from childhood to adulthood. Learn to reap in the fall without apology if you do well and without complaint if you don't. That's maturity. I used to have that long list of reasons why I wasn't doing well. I blame my negative relatives. They were always putting me down. I blame my cynical neighbors. They're just selfish, looking out for themselves. Won't loan you money? I used to blame the economy. I blame the community. That's a pretty good list for not doing well, isn't it? The road to power is in taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Taking responsibility, accepting responsibility is not an admission of guilt. Taking responsibility is a recognition of the power that you seize when you stop blaming people. It's not like you're letting somebody who wronged you off the hook. Taking responsibility is taking your power back. A few months later, I learned very quickly to tear up my list, reasons for not doing well, and I threw it away. And I got me a fresh piece of paper, and I put one word on it, me. There's a black heritage spiritual that says it's not my mother, nor my father, nor my brother, nor my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's not what happens, it's what you do. If anything can go wrong, it will. That's one of Murphy's laws. So here's one of the key questions of the evening. Starting tomorrow, what are you going to do that'll make a change in your life's direction? Now see, if you don't do something starting tomorrow that'll make a difference, guess what? Because the next five are gonna be like the last five, unless you, major key, tomorrow, change it all. Or change a little, or change something, or don't change. It's choice time, you can do whatever you want. But it's nice to know any day you wish you can change your whole life. We go through the actions of commitment, but we're not really committed. We're not really connected. We're not really joined because we have no understanding of our responsibility to any relationship. You cannot have true relationship without reciprocity. You cannot get into a relationship to get and not give. You collect anniversaries, you've got a lot of birthdays, but you've never been the person that you could be because the could be is locked up behind commitment and until you're committed, you'll never get the could be. Wonder what would have happened in school if you'd been committed. Wonder what would have happened in your marriage if you'd have really thrown your whole self. You've always been casual. In what you've done with your life thus far, is it giving you what you want? Is it giving you what you want when you look toward the future, when you look at all that's going on out here? Is there some place within yourself you say, hey, I know I need to be out there in that arena. I know I can do more than what I've been doing. Is that something that you begin to look at within yourself? See, I say if you look at your life and if you're not getting what you want, you owe it to yourself 
to do something differently. If you're on a job, 85% of Americans go to jobs that they're unhappy. If you're doing something eight hours a day that you don't like, it's not giving you what you want, it's not giving you a strong feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment. If that's what it is, you owe it to yourself to start strategically working to change directions. Most people will resist change. Most people will fight change as if change would be worse than what they're experiencing. Most people will not challenge the unknown. They won't just step out there. See, there are certain things that's got to be in place. They've got to see it all together. And life isn't like that. That's not how you grow. As you begin to look toward the future, begin to know that whatever it takes for you to create that, you got that. You've got genius in you, you've got goodness in you. If you decide to take the initiative to change the current quality of your life, I say to you that you will find that the universe is on your side. Would it be easy? No. Will you have some opposition? Yes. Will I make a lot of mistakes? Yes. See, a lot of people won't try anything different in life because they don't want to get hurt. Pain is everywhere. But most people spend their life not wanting to deal with the pain of rejection, the pain of being disappointed, the pain of being criticized, the pain, the pain. That's called life. But guess what? There's no gain without pain. If you don't know exactly what you want or you let yourself get beyond that into something general, you're not going to achieve it. Clarity is power. You've got to know the specific result you're after. What do you want? Why you're doing it? Because you know what? You may get a big goal as I want to make a billion dollars. I want to bring peace to the earth. Why? Because as soon as you come up with a goal, all the obstacles show up. So you got to get yourself past that. And the way to get past that is have enough reasons. Reasons come first, answers come second. To ask intelligence, you got to know why you want it, have enough drive to make it happen, enough juice to make it happen. If you don't have enough reasons, you will not make it happen. What is going to get you to actually fall through? Because the first plan's not going to work and the second plan's going to work, so you better have enough plans that if the first two don't work, you still got something else. Otherwise, you're going to be having excuses why it didn't work. That's a pain. Don't you know that's something? When you know, I was in a seminar once and this lady stood up. If I had my life to live over again, she talked about all of the things that she would do. And you can feel the pain of regret in her voice. She was trying not to experience the pain of defeat, the pain of disappointment, the pain of loss. And she still experienced pain. It was right there. Most people are governed by their habits, their fears, and the opinions of others. A lot of people never try anything differently because they have been convinced by people in their lives that they value that they can't do it. They're living within the context of the opinions that other people have of them. The low expectations. Many people doubt themselves because when they thought about doing something at some critical point in their lives, somebody they respected and honored, someone they trusted said, you can't do that. And they accepted that. According to the power that worketh in us. Now notice that last statement. According to the power that worketh in us. That means everything you need to accomplish your dream is already inside you. Wake up. That's the secret. It's already in you. When you gain revelation to that power that's in you, there's not a wall, there's not an obstacle, there's not a mountain that can stand in your way. Because all things are possible to him that believes. And when you believe that kind of way, and you serve that kind of God, you are blessed 
and unstoppable. You have been granted through grace the power and authority to accomplish your divine assignment. He has placed seeds of greatness inside of you and with that anointing, all things are possible. God does not want his ambassadors walking around on earth sick, broke, and defeated. There's no glory for him in that. He made you to prosper in every area so that you can give a shining testimony to the word of his greatness. Every victory, blessing, and success you experience is designed in some way to put you in position to minister to the lost. He has empowered you to succeed so that you can have greater access to bigger and bigger platforms to pronounce his glory. You are a soldier in the mighty army of God and no great general would send his soldiers out into battle empty-handed. He has fully equipped you to be victorious. Your weapons are faith, mind, and the spoken word. These are the three most powerful weapons in existence and nothing can stand in the way of them. These are the same weapons Jesus performed all his miracles with and you have complete access to them. John 14, 12 says, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. Now if the word of God promises you something, then you can rest assured in full faith that you have the powers in you. Go now, change the world. Somebody told you that hard work don't pay off. I'm here to tell you, if you work for it, if you're willing to put in that sweat, that blood, and those tears, baby, I'm telling you, you can have what you want, be what you want, do what you want. Are you hearing me? Keep going to you see. Don't quit. Don't give up. Listen to me. Don't give up. Don't give in. You hang in there. You hang in there because if you quit right now, you ain't going to never see it. But if you hold on, if you hold on, everything you dreamed of, everything you envision, everything you work for, it's coming. But you can't quit or give up before you get it. If you work hard, you can't have it. It ain't nothing you can't have. You deserve it. It ain't nothing you can't have if you're willing to work for it. It ain't nothing you can't have if you're willing to persevere, if you're willing to stick in there, if you're willing to stay, if you're willing to fight. It ain't nothing you can't have. Are you hearing what your boy is telling you? It's yours. It's yours. I'm coming, I'm telling you, it's yours. You can have it, it's yours. You can do it, it's yours. You can be it, it's yours. If E.T. can do it, listen to me, anybody can do it. High school dropout, homeless, lived in abandoned buildings, 12 years to get a four-year degree. If you want it, if you want it as bad as you want to breathe, if you really, really want it like you say you want it, you can have it. This ain't for the weak and the uncommitted, are you hearing me? Success is not for the weak and the uncommitted. This is physical. Sometimes it's going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to be painful. It's hard. Yep, it's hard. Yep, it's difficult. Yep, why? Because the process is weeding out the weak. It's weeding out the weak. And so sometimes you got to play hard. You got to play physical. You got to play tough. Execution is worship. You got to get to a place that when you start it, you get through the middle of it, the doldrum, and you finish it. Are you hearing me? And not just finish, you finish strong. Listen to me very closely. Most of you, the reason why you'll never be successful is because you procrastinate. You procrastinate. You never finish stuff. Don't get caught up in, well, I've tried it four or five times and things didn't work out. If there's something that you want, 
and you're hungry for it, you've got to do whatever is necessary until. And when you give the best you can and that's not enough, you must do what is required. And don't give up on yourself. Don't throw the towel in so quickly.